and welcome back to Giovanni Angioli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. Today, I'm here to talk about a film that I was not super keen to watch at first, but ended up loving, and that is The Hateful Eight. So this movie is set in the dead of a Wyoming winter and and follows a bounty hunter and his prisoner who find shelter in a cabin currently inhabited by a collection of nefarious characters. This movie rocks. This movie is sick. This is honestly one of my favorite Tarantino movies, like with a bullet. Um, I said in the intro that I wasn't super keen to watch it, and that's true. Uh, When I went to go watch it, I was like, "Eh, I know I have to eventually, but like, I don't really feel like it is kind of westerny and blah. Uh, and then I watched a little preview on Netflix, you know, and just started auto-playing while I'm sitting on the screen being like, do I really want to watch this today or not? And, you know, the dialogue and everything and this little clip, and I was like, holy hot damn, I need to watch this right now. And so I started it up, and I was like, shit, this movie is awesome. This movie is so good. Uh, this is one that I feel like everyone hates on, and I'm really not sure why. Uh, I get the feeling that a lot of it comes down to it being really long and kind of unwieldy, and I can acknowledge that. Um, it's been a fucking pain in the ass for me to watch all these movies. Sorry, that was really aggressive. I've been watching too much Tarantino. What can I say? Um, <laughs> I'm going to start whipping out guns and shooting people in a second. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But I... Uh, I, you know, it's just been terrible to like watch these movies because they're all damn near three hours long. Uh, and especially this one, uh, the one, the version on Netflix does not include the overture or the intermission. Thank God. But, um, it, it was like, you know, whenever I want to watch them, I generally want to block out enough time to watch the whole thing because a lot of them are nonlinear and you really have to pay attention. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they're really like directorial feats. So you want to actually like have eyes on them the whole time, but because they're so so long, it's like, well, I never have that much free time to just sit down and watch a movie and do nothing else. It's like, when can I really fit that in? Um, so I, I can understand the complaint about the length. However, I really think this one earns it. Uh, I think that this movie is a whole lot of fun from top to bottom. From the very beginning to the very end, this movie is a delightfully mean-spirited Western uh, with like kind of a pulp edge to it that I just think is so much fun to watch. Um, It has a great opening, uh, I would say, in terms of like actually just the, the level of uh, like picturesqueness. I don't even think that's a word, but I'm going to make it one. Uh, this movie is Tarantino's best looking film easily. It has so many beautiful shots in it. It's all shot in like an amazing ultra widescreen. All these, there's so many just like well composed, beautiful shots of these Wyoming landscapes in the winter. Um, there's one in particular where it's just perfectly split down the middle. Middle. There's no snow or anything. So it's a perfectly, or it's not falling. However, it's already on the ground, but there's none in the sky. So the sky is perfectly blue. There's not a cloud in it. The sun's not in the shot or anything. Perfectly blue. Cut down the middle of the frame. Um, then there's like the white of this snowy hill. And then you start to see the characters uh, walk up over the top of the hill. Amazing. Amazing shot. There's so many well-composed shots of just nature in this movie that are so gorgeous to look at. And this movie also, when it comes to that whole Wyoming winter type deal, really made me appreciate... Um, it really made me appreciate the process of filmmaking. Um, like this movie is set in a a totally 
cold and brutal time in of the year. And I know Tarantino is a guy who wouldn't settle for this not being real. So you can see set photos of them on set shooting this movie in just parkas and super heavy gloves. Everyone's bundled up like crazy. The, the camera's got a cover on it so it doesn't get snow. Like the there is um, just a dedication to getting this stuff captured, you know, like really on location and I really really appreciated that and it made me think about a lot of older movies where they have impressive stuff like this and it's like I mean they had no other option this it's a stylistic choice it's um you know it's something that he's dedicated himself to but for them there was no other option you couldn't just plop everybody in front of a green screen and put in everything later I mean you had to and I think that's that's a really cool throwback that this movie does. And it really got me thinking about just like the art of filmmaking and how difficult a lot of this stuff must have been and how you really only get one opportunity because, you know, if you biff this take and it's snowing in this scene, but not in the next scene or whatever, like, hey, you know, that doesn't match up. And so you're just going to have to scrap it. And like, um, you know, you have to you have to get all the horses wrangled together for a lot of this, the the shots of like stagecoaches and stuff moving. And I'm talking early, early films, obviously. But like um, just the fact that to do a lot of the stuff, you have to do it for real. That was that was really impressive. And I think that when it comes to this movie, that dedication is impressive in a whole different way. And the fact that it got me thinking, I think, was also really cool. Um but yeah, I mean, it, it just it made me really appreciative that there are still people like this who are dedicated to this kind of thing. Um, I think that Tarantino is a guy who, you know, say what you will about him. There's a lot that you could say that I definitely agree with, that he's probably not the best guy. Um, he's kind of seems like shitty and a bit of an asshole. Um, there's a lot of stories about him unconfirmed that, you know, make you really want to separate the art from the artist. And I get all that. I definitely do. And I think that based on a lot of the quotes from him, I think he would be a total nightmare to hang out with in real life. But he just makes good movies. And uh, one of the things that um, I would definitely agree with him on is that this stuff looks better. This is much better. Uh, it, it's much more impressive. It's much much more entertaining. You feel that cold so much more because it's really it, it's really cold. Um, like you feel, you know, it, you feel it in your bones. Like the, some of the shots in this movie just they exude cold. And um, I think he just does such a good job of capturing that. And I'm really grateful that there was no, you know, like you no know, just. Uh, throw some rocks on a green screen just have them act on that and we'll blow in fake snow like there was none of that they really did this and i think that's just so cool it must have been a nightmare too because it it does really look cold but um i'm really just appreciative of that uh that respect and love of filmmaking to that degree um there are a lot of great shots in this movie obviously besides just that one i think that he gets really creative with how he uses the camera in such an enclosed space this is you know a cabin in the middle of nowhere but it never feels like it it never feels restrictive he's still getting really amazing shots despite it being such a confined location uh there's even stuff in the stagecoach that gets really really cool um like when the sheriff is framed through the window of the skate of the stagecoach that's a really good shot um there's some stuff 
of just how we uh, how we see like characters in focus space, and then how certain stuff is going on in the background in the lodge that I think is really well done. Uh, this movie is just very well directed and and has a really cool, good looking visual style. Um, everyone in this movie also does a really really great job. Um, they are there are so many sequences in this movie that are very action light, which is a lot of Tarantino movies where it's just people sitting and talking, and they do such a good job of making it sound riveting and totally captivating you and just sucking you in to these uh, amazingly well written conversations and arguments and um, all this stuff. I mean, they do such a great job in this movie of making you like just as interested in people sitting at a bar talking as you would be if they were like, uh, you know, fighting or something, you know, I think that's a really amazing feat. And everyone in this movie is just bringing their a game. The performances in this movie are really, really great. Uh, in particular, Jennifer Jason Lee is doing a great job. Kurt Russell is a total badass and like, um, you know, kind of an asshole, but he just plays a really charming character and then um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, man. Oh, my God. I, what else can you say? I mean, he is great. He's easily the best actor I think that Tarantino found in terms of being able to deliver his dialogue and being able to make some of this stuff just sing. You know, it's one thing on the page, but actually coming out of Sam Jackson's mouth, a lot of these words, they just couldn't be delivered by another actor. I mean, he does such an amazing job. Um, I think it's definitely down to him and Uma Thurman in terms of who is better at uh, at doing Tarantino stuff. I mean, who is just perfectly cast for the roles that he cast them in. And I think that in this movie, Sam Jackson utterly steals the show. There's a one mile monologue that he's delivering where he's telling a story to an old general about uh, when he met that general's son in the war. It is amazing. It is one of the best written and best delivered speeches I've seen in a long time. I mean, he just has utter control over that scene. All eyes are on him. He does such a good job of manipulating this general and making this story sound very convincing and, and, um, pushing all the buttons that he has to and, and, and conveying all the emotion that he has to. Uh, he's just so entertaining in this movie. He's so, so good. Uh, I really thought that he did an amazing job. And um, I really like some of the stylistic flourishes in this movie. Um, like the costume design is very, very good. The set design is also very good. It feels very authentic. And I like that the costumes have little hints of colorful uh, flares to them. And they all like suit the characters very well. Uh, I like that it, it has just a tiny hint of like, you know, popping yellows and blues that like the rest of the movie doesn't necessarily have. I think that is... Uh, you know, just a little bit pulp enough that is really fun, which is, I think, about how I feel about the whole movie. Um, in terms of it stylistically, the little parts where, like, there's narration that goes back in time and explains how all the, you know, all those bad guys got there, uh, the the actual, like, fonts and stuff that they chose for, um, for the titles and stuff, those are really fun, and it, and it, like, gives you sort of an interesting vibe. I think this just has a very well-coalesced visual look, and I really appreciated that as well. But when it actually comes to the narration and the whole flashback type deal, that was really, really fun. And an example to me of how a very um, 
okay story linearly would have played out uh, versus how when you cut it up in this way, it just adds such another layer of tension and confusion to the point where when you actually get the reveal and everything falls into place, it feels so much more rewarding than if you would have understood uh, how everything was going from the start. Uh, it, it just... It's such a great aha moment, and I really, really enjoyed how they chose to structure this movie, and the the narration and everything. It just it's really cool, like stylistic uh, additions to the movie. And I really, really enjoyed that. Um, I just man, I I really, really love this. It's so good. Uh, the, the whole ending shootout is amazing. Uh, the ending like. And, and them finally getting, like, the justice they feel they deserved and then, you know, reconciling sort of as reluctant friends rather than as total enemies, which is what they met as uh, the sheriff and Sam Jackson's character. Um, you know, realizing that the whole Lincoln letter thing was complete and utter bullshit and, you know, why he chose to do that and, like, nice touch. And he's like, uh, you know, he's laughing at him a little bit. It's like, oh, what a great ending. It's really, really good. Um, the reveal of Channing Tatum is is really fantastic and one of the better, um, you know, pretty quick cameos. Uh, I think that was a really good one. Uh, this whole movie just, man, I was so blown away. I think that this one is so criminally underrated. I know a lot of people just truly uh, don't really like it, and I think they're wrong. Honestly, this is a great movie. I loved it. Um, made me super excited and and made me like want to go out there and make a movie, which is what a lot of these movies have made me want to do. I watch them, and I'm like, oh, damn it. He made this for like $20 million, and, uh, and you know what? I don't even need that. You know, that, that, that's, that's obviously a crap ton of money for a movie. For those of you who might not know about how like movies are budgeted, $20 million is nothing. I mean, that is pennies compared to like a lot of the movies that we're accustomed to watching now, which are like a hundred, 200, 300, even million dollars in terms of the budgeting. Um, I mean, $20 million, that's an independent film. And I'm pretty sure Reservoir Dogs was $6 million? I don't know. A lot of it, it's all really low. But it's like, I mean, he did this with that. I, I could just go make a movie. I'm just going to go make a movie. This is so cool. I just want to make one. That's how I feel after watching like almost all of these. I'm just like so jazzed. And I'm like, God damn it. If he can do it, I can do it. Uh, so this one definitely made me feel like that. And I'm, that's just great. A movie that makes you love movies and want to make movies. Man, there's nothing better than that. So, yeah, this is awesome. I'd highly recommend it. All right. Before I get out of here, I want to say that I'm grateful for my uh, driving the Challenger. I am almost there. I'm almost there. I almost have my license. It's it's only 19 days away as of recording this. Um, and I can't wait. I've really been thinking about nothing else, pretty much. Um, it's like girls in my brain got replaced with license. And my brain is just foaming at the mouth for that stupid little piece of uh, plastic. But you know what? It It's a pla piece of plastic that means a major, major and very exciting change in my life. And I can't wait. But for now, just driving with the permit. Uh, it, it is a lot of fun and uh, taking taking days like today where it's super beautiful out to blow some carbon out of the, uh, the old Challenger. Fun. Just so fun. Uh, I'm grateful for that. All right. You know the drill. Rate, view, subscribe, rate your podcast. Five stars. Super helpful. After that, you can go ahead and find the... Uh, the, you can visit my website, which is moviesandmorepod.com. Uh, that's linked in the description below. You can find links to all the episodes that I've recorded so far and everywhere you can listen to them, as, along with a whole lot more. And um, after that, you can 
if you have somebody in your life you think would enjoy the show, please send them my way. I'd love to have them. Word about this is a great way to spread the word about the show. And yeah, thank you for doing that. And thank you in advance if you're going to. But in the meantime, thank you as always for listening. That's the most support that you, that you do for me. And yeah, until next time, you only need to hang mean bastards. But mean bastards, you need to hang. Peace.